0: You can have all the money in your hand, all the possessions anyone can ever have, but it's all worthless treasure. True worth is only measured not by what you got, but what you got in your heart. You can have, you can have.
2: feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com.
3: This is James T. DeShay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It Good Sports Media Network. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time we hear here that your voice can be heard loud and clear without disruption.
4: You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to... <laughs> let it go. Can't let this thing hold up way away from you. Feel free right now, go do what you want. can can pass the mirror, mirror stress through the night at a time But my life ain't free, about if you feel it Got my head on straight, I got the vibe right I ain't gonna let you kill it So I must stay flat, gotta keep it high, keep it together, I want
3: Uh, I know we're having a uh, We're just getting back uh, I want to ask everybody for their Forgiveness for my, my uh, Summit game for the last Four or five
5: days
3: uh, but, uh, Everything back To normal
6: Good for you, that's good I'm so glad to hear that uh, I was kind of worried about you there for a while
3: Joyce <laughs> we have a lot To talk about today and I want to I talk want about to... the story you sent me tomorrow. Uh I wanna thoroughly read that story about those uh African Americans, uh women in the justice system so that we can really talk and have a good conversation about that. And I wanna send that out to everyone. Where where did you happen to find that story at?
6: Well, to be honest with you, I think maybe Audrey sent it to you with my name on it too. Or did I send it to you? Audrey sent it to me. I got it from Audrey. Audrey I, and I sent if I sent it to you, I sent it. But I think maybe Audrey. But I think if I'm not okay. mistaken, it came from C, from CNN. Okay. That's yeah, what I was did on see when I looked at it. Yeah, CNN. hmm
3: And I'm gonna make sure I send it out to everybody so all of us can talk from a point of knowledge. Uh, today I just wanted to talk about the anything That's on anybody's mind And a lot of people have been reaching out to me To talk about the young lady Who was selling water in California um, And who was living just a few blocks uh, From a baseball game I think it was And uh, how she was um, Addressed by this white female uh, For not having a permit And it just shows how much uh petty people are, and the kind of things are uh, they allowed to get on their nerves and now uh she is facing backlash, and she wants everybody to be sympathetic to her, but she wasn't sympathetic to that child at the time, you know, and so now people need to people need to just take a step back and ask themselves, are they truly fighting or arguing over something that makes some people just seemingly are Attacking people with just about Anything
6: nowadays Yeah it's, it's, it's a power thing and it's a White power supremacy type of thing And, and that's the sad part about it Uh uh, and I think that's what it is, because to me, I don't think nobody was making that much noise with asking anybody, did they want to buy some water? She was trying to uh, save up and get enough money to go to Disney, Disneyland or Disney World, one of the places. But uh, the good thing, the outcome, that she was given tickets, two tickets to do that.
3: Yeah, I think they're going to allow, they actually, what I heard, that they gave them four tickets so the whole family oh, could go. But the,
5: but the thing or
3: the problem is, is that these these people are just not, I'm just trying to figure out why do they have so much time on their hands to go through changes about such small things. Uh, and, you know, well, and it keeps happening over and over again. And a lot of times when you call police in a situation, that situation get, get really hyped up to the point that people are seriously hurt. So we need to, you know, people need to really ask themselves if what they're doing really requires police officers.
6: Well, you need to, uh, the, the 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 situation is, well, look who's doing all the, the calling, you see. And the, what I think has happened, too, is that people are so used to being, doing this all along, and they forget that uh, someone somewhere has got a video phone that's going to record your butt. But this has been going on for years, and now all of this stuff that we think is stupid and simple, but this has been running people's lives all along. just a little bit of stuff that they make, and they've brought out of proportion, which is, is, is uh, ridiculous. I mean, uh, uh, you get stopped for a traffic ticket, the next thing you know, you're getting shot in the back. You see, all of this has been probably going on for years. But the thing is now is that your phone is telling the story. Pictures are worth a
3: thousand words. Yeah, and it's so sad that we have come to this point. Uh, and um, Reverend Smith, it just seems like people who once, I, I don't know if people have ever been able to talk to each other, but certainly these people live in proximity of each other. And instead of this lady, now she's saying, well, I could have handled it better. Well, you should have thought about that before you got involved and made this big fuss about this little girl out there selling water.
1: Well, James, I'm just going to put it the way it really is. You lose God, you lose the world.
5: Hmm.
1: Okay? That's a simple fact. And until we decide we want to turn back to and I know a lot of people don't want to talk about a God and all this, but I tell you a fact.
5: It's, uh-huh. it's become
1: a godless world now.
5: Uh-huh. It's become a
1: godless world. And until we stop beating around the bush and pretending that we have control over anything, anything, it's going to always be chaotic. Uh-huh. Tremendously chaotic. And I don't. We got a lot of phones out there. We got a lot of cameras. We got a lot of things that are going on in the world today that is being seen, at, like it was just spoken. That was that was always. It's always always been there, but it was uh-huh. never. We didn't have the ability to record it, and so uh-huh. now everyone is throwing their forms up and recording these things, but some of them for the right purposes and some of them for the wrong reasons because mm-hmm. you can actually sell these photographs to stations and other places like that. But my thing is as long as it's being recorded, that's fine. But I don't care how much we talk about it. How much we try to legislate it, how much we try to uh, put it into laws and constitutionality and anything of that nature, it all boils back down to God. Mm-hmm. It all boils back down to God. If we, if we even here on this line, if we don't ourselves to be dealing more with the godly aspects of this world, instead of prejudice and racial foolishness, we're going to suffer some discord ourselves. God is in everything, whether we like it or not. He's in everything. We can talk, we can walk away from Him and act like we don't know what we're talking about. We can try to find ways to get around Him because it's not politically correct. But who cares about political correctness when things are falling down? all around you, falling totally apart because God is not the author of confusion. Not the author of confusion. He said a house divided against itself shall not stand. And that's what we're doing. We've got so much prejudice and foolishness and racial this and that and and a lot of fake stuff coming out from all over the world and keeping us all up in arms about the black this and the white that, and, and and a lot of it's true, but a lot of this junk is fake. And I tell you, it, it, it's it's getting terrible to the point that I don't even really want to discuss it or talk about it sometime because it's becoming, it's almost like it's it it, it keeps our blood pressure up. It keeps us getting sicker, and it keeps us not to be the persons that we know that we are capable of being because we are so angry. That's not just the blacks. That's all of us, all of us. Yes, we know the white man is out of order. We know that, but so are we. We are out of order also. And until we all get to the point where we can stop this foolishness, and bring God back into the life I don't care how many times you go to church I don't care how many times you holler Thank you Jesus, praise the Lord, hallelujah That don't mean a thing It's how do you walk How do you talk mm. What kind of life are you living
5: mm.
1: That's when you can say For truism That I'm truly A child of the living God Amen That's the way I feel about it here.
3: Andre, why is it we're having such difficulty with people being able to just treat each other humanely? I mean, why are we uh, so prepared and ready to change small things into such big things? I mean, when you need to call the police, I understand you need to call the police. But when you're calling the police on an 8-year-old out there just trying to sell water, My goodness, you know that she's not starting a business that's going to be out there on the street every day. Uh, She is trying to do like the Girl Scouts and others to just raise some money temporarily.
7: Uh, Uh, Come back to me in about five minutes, please. Yeah, come back to me in about five minutes, thanks.
3: Uh, yeah, we you know, it is just disheartening, Joyce. When you see a uh, good kid out there trying to do something, something that people have been doing for years, the Girl Scouts, uh, when you hear about uh, children uh, being harassed because they're trying to sell lemonade, I mean, sometimes it just makes you upset that adults are trying to turn simple things into uh, uh you know, unorthodox, uh, unappealing um, things.
6: It's uncalled for. You know, to me, an adult, and particularly in her situation, it should be a teaching mode instead of a, a mode like I believe the Reverend is indicating that she probably tried to make a, a, a video to get paid for. Because when you look at it and and then you turn around and have remorse and saying that you should have handled it differently, you know what what happened to the situation where well, we need to think before we react you see and my 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 take on that is that you know where did you come from where you had to use that type of approach with someone you don't even know, and that you don't even have the courtesy of the decency of the the, the 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 sweetness uh to even to, to communicate in a, a in a, a personable, uh, uh, nice manner. This is ridiculous. I, I, I dare approach a person whether you 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 doing something wrong. And her thing is she calling, claiming that she calling to see whether or not she she has a, a license to to do it. My thing is. If you saw her out there, what difference does it make when she's not really uh, uh, doing anything that harmful or breaking breaking the law in a manner that would even make you want to make a phone call like that? You see, she's a young girl. She had a little ice, bucket, ice test there selling, and she probably had displayed why she was doing it. And my thing is, is that she didn't even think about coming up asking her information, but you're going to call. And and and, and uh, really, I want to know what did she want the outcome to be? Uh, did she want her to be locked up? Or what did she want the outcome to be for her to even make a, a phone call? It, it's just unreal. You know, you see young kids thriving, trying to make something out of themselves and trying to be independent. And to me, that's like a summer job. Uh, you know to make some extra money You should be encouraging I would have been the first one Could I have five bottles of your water But instead she she decided to go to the Totally to the left You know and I'm assuming Just what the Reverend said She's trying to make TV And she did just that She went national She went MSNBC, CNN Good Morning America And everything else today
3: You know and That's how it is Cheryl, what's disheartening about this is the young lady lives a few blocks from the baseball stadium. I'm sure that this is something that goes on all the time, you know, in terms of people uh, selling stuff when the games are um, uh, at, at, at their home stadium. And so, you know, this is when you, that old saying, you're trying to make a mountain out of a molehill that uh, something that you should just casually overlook. You're trying to change it into something that is major.
8: Good evening, and how's everyone doing? Um, You know, from what I'm hearing from the conversation is that a young girl, and I'm not sure if it's more than one, was selling water, and someone chose to report it. And from what I'm understanding, I'm I'm very much with Joyce. Um, you know, why did somebody not, um, you know, first of all, if you have any doubts or anything, why don't you go up to them and ask them, you know, but supporting our young people today are supporting people who are trying to find, you know, some kind of honest income and you don't go in talking about those that's doing drugs and everything but somebody that's trying to get
5: earned
0: um, a
8: a dollar that is something that um, that, that, I mean it's just I don't know you got to question the person who did you know the reporting Um, you you just don't look at that person as being a person who's helpful you got to question all their motives I apologize for the, the
2: Hoarseness
8: <laughs> And try
3: it's uh, not so okay. either. <laughs> right, Let me uh, Let me just add to the equation uh, The lady Business Is selling marijuana Cookies for dogs uh, That is her biz. The young lady The young girl was outside The steps down the steps Out on the sidewalk selling water uh, to people as they pass by going to the baseball game. And so here this lady is in her office above the steps selling weed cookies to dogs, and she is upset about this child down there selling water and comes out and decides that she's going to call the police.
5: Well, Marvelous
7: Monday to everyone, and uh, I think everyone has made some key comments, and I haven't received a full story, but I do believe that um, the police did not respond. And uh, if that is the case, I'm thankful for that because it does mean that um, hopefully some of the um, police officers are starting to determine what should and should not be responded to. I think uh, Joyce uh, said it very um, clearly that you know i'm sure this have been going on for years and years but now that we have technology to zero in on what's a, what's occurring a is coming to the forefront i really like the way uh reverend uh smith indicated that you know it is a teachable moment for us especially uh, those who believe uh to know that we have to stand and until things are where they should be, we're going to start experiencing this over and over again. And the fact that uh, her occupation is uh, an entrepreneur, and it sounds like this young lady, again, she took the initiative to raise some money doing things legally, but I think I heard um, the lady uh, say that, you know, it wasn't that she didn't want to support the children and that type of thing. She was just um, aggravated, if you would, with hearing the the, the loudness of it. You know, uh, again, they were going to the game. She was just trying to promote, bring attention to, hey, water here, get your water, or whatever the case may be. But I really do believe that she wanted to get attention and and bring... um, you know, attention to her as well as her business, and she have been successful at doing that. But I do think that an alternative to some of these uh, calls that's going in that, that's just really, a, you know, a waste of time to a lot of our police officers is that similar to if you call, uh, you know, some agencies to your home, whether it's nine one one or whatever the case may be, and uh, you don't go you still get charged. So I think if uh, we start charging some fees for all these unnecessary calls uh, that's just really being attacked, we may start seeing some change. But I'm thankful that we're making our voices heard so that some agencies are taking a a second look before they go and respond to something as silly as this.
3: Well, it is true uh, that the police did not respond. Uh, she said she was calling uh to find out if it was legal, but the problem is is that we allow young people to do a whole lot of things, and we uh we encourage them to do things and so I'm not sure why it is that had that been a white little boy, would she have taken the same step uh related to Trying to get them to stop And so that's uh, Part of what we're talking about here Is the difference in Treatment and so uh, uh, Reverend Smith we understand For some reason White America has chosen uh, To Mistreat some People and forgive others Uh, And that's what the problem Is you know we don't See uh, these Images of white Americans uh, Calling The police on other white Americans And you have to understand What could happen as a result Uh, I'm still trying To work on getting the lawyer here On our show Related to uh, The family that got the $4 uh, Award or judgment Here was somebody A white parent That called the police When she went to pick up her child at the elementary school and heard some loud music. Instead of her just overlooking that and going home, she called the police. So this wasn't a neighbor. So now you have a man who ended up getting killed uh, because somebody called the police on a uh, on a, uh, a loud noise uh, dispute. And then she didn't even live in the neighborhood. So a lot of times we... Have to ask ourselves, you know, we have to be careful about what we call in the police about, because what we don't want to happen might happen.
1: Are you there, Reverend? Finn? Yeah, I'm here. I had it on mute and was talking through the mute, there. I know I got okay. a lot of God, in, got a lot of God in me, but I'm not that much, and I, and I can talk through the mute. <laughs> Anyway, um I, I I understand perfectly what you're saying and, and and what a lot of people don't understand by police is this. We don't we don't we never like going on no calls in the first place. You want to know the truth. Uh every every time a police officer get a call, he he cringes. Even though he know that's his job. <laughs> he know that's his job, but he cringes. And I don't feel like going out there. You know, I've, I've been out there, and they talk this and same old, same old, and this and that, and the other, and and, and uh, it becomes a uh, it becomes an additional burden as far as they are concerned when it's our job to go out there. Uh, so it, it just it's just sad that now they they need to they did start to make this where any time there was an unnecessary call made into the police department that you would be charged. I know they are doing it definitely for fire calls and for 911 calls. They are charging a lot of times when people do that, but there are so many people that are still doing it because they don't seem to understand that they're creating such a, a, a mess uh and causing those officers to go to places that they could have been going where they really were needed, where it was really needed. at So it just makes it kind of difficult to to understand the whole complexity of it all. It really does. I I think about it and I look at it and I, but I just I just realize that hey, life is just changing all around us, people. It's just changing all around us Day in and day out We might as well get used to it Because it's not going to stop It's not going to stop at all It's so unfortunate To have to say that But it's not going to stop And it's it's changing around us More and more every day And what do we do? Do we continue to get ourselves All bunched up And in, in, in worry about stuff? All I can do Myself Is I turn it over to God I say look Lord I, I'm, I'm going to do The best I can do Then it's in your hands Because I can't fight this battle This battle is much See there are some battles out there people that are much larger than us And that's why God said The battle is not yours It's mine So if we want to Just Get on our knees and really pray in earnestly about a lot of things But God also tells us In Corinthians that you can pray All you want to but it's still my choice As to whether I answer you or not You know so What have we We, we just got to keep doing what we do And the best thing that we can do Is to pray And sooner or later you're going to see Such a dynamic change Y'all may not believe this but I know some of you really do. But you, you're gonna see such a dynamic change until it's gonna shock you. It's like a shocking of a conscience. That's it.
3: Uh Joy, one of the things we got to get a handle on is understand is that there's some people out there that just don't know how to control themselves. Uh, you know, when I see stories about people calling the police on Restaurants that didn't pick their food Properly or didn't pick their Hamburger right or you know You just got some people who just Love to be a part of Drama and get involved uh, Get the police involved In stuff unnecessarily
6: Well that's no respect for the law That's how I look at it you see Uh, They know what the law Stands for you got people Being such poor brats that they feel that they can get away with anything. That you can tell what happens to who from what is up at the top right now. You know, don't get their way or whatever. Uh, our generation, some, uh, and it's not everybody in the generation because we have some some of our kids that are groomed, molded, and know that no. But you got some of them out there are self-destructive, don't care about Amen. themselves, let alone about anyone else, and it's sad because that for some. Somewhere they didn't get the memo Somewhere they didn't Amen. get the training Somewhere they didn't get the attention Somewhere they didn't get the nurturing And that is, that is that is that is What is going on So it's it's not that they don't know the law That they disrespect it They have no respect yes. for the law And then when you so don't have no respect for the law This is what you're getting
1: Amen Amen sister Amen And, 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 and the uh, one thing I'd like to say James let me say this You have to, if you want respect, you got to give If you want respect, you got to give respect. Respect is, you have to earn respect. Respect is not just something that's dropped out of the middle of the sky and fall on your head and you begin to wallow in it. That's not what it's all about. And uh, I do realize, and I'm with you 100% when it comes down to the way some of these officers act, there's a lot of fools out there, a lot of and because they are cowards, that's why they went to the police departments. And 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 we're in that we're in the midst of that quagmire with that foolishness right now. And it's going to continue, and continue until uh, somebody or something is done about it. And it's, that that's where we need to be concentrating at is to get people into these different particular seats. Where we uh-huh. can, where we can make a change. We can make the change if we would get up off our behind. But we're too busy trying to um, do this or do that, and none of us making a dent anywhere. None of us making a dent anywhere. I'm not talking about this show because it's a wonderful show. I'm talking about out there in the world, in this world that we're in. Our look like we got this thing, and we've become so. Caught up in ourselves that we, we sit back and expect everybody else to correct our mistakes. We got to stop that. We got to get up off our behind and vote. Get out there and vote and, and take. And we got to do it as a block of people. We got we, uh, stop letting this white man or anybody, I don't care if they're green or purple, stop letting them dictate the, how you're going to carry yourself or carry your life.
6: I would, I would like to see them stop coming in the black neighborhood All the white police. We need black policemen who have some type of uh, uh, some type of, uh, of feeling to come in and deal with our own. Because you, that, you, every time these people get shot up, these, these young black men, young black men, it's a white policeman. Stay out of my neighborhood. When, when I, I have a call, you. my thing is, would you send a black policeman out here to my house, please? Yeah. Can I have a black and officer out here? That's what we yeah. need to start demanding. And we need our black policemen to start getting together and break that code because you're no part of it. And start that's
1: what they need twirling
6: to do. Twilling on them bad boys. Twilling on you know who are rotten. What. So you need to, your brothers need to come together together and get rid of them rotten son of a guns who likes to go up in the white, black folks' neighborhood and shoot up our young men. Clean it up We can do something And that's where it can come. I want to demand a black policeman out in my neighborhood That's what we need to start doing I don't want a white Amen. house I want someone who can relate to me That's what we grew up in right. our neighborhood When we was in um, Mississippi We had black policemen would come out to our black neighborhood, yep. they would discipline and talk to the the kids, and, and they would love the. We only had uh, two, and the, the one that I remember, Mister Sutbury We love Mister Sutberry. I mean, this is this is it. We need to go back to the basics. Stop letting them run us. We need to tell them how it needs to be done. We need to do the dictating. Excuse me, I talked uh, out of
2: line. I'm sorry. No, but I agree with.
3: Uh, you, uh, uh, Nate. Uh, what are your thoughts related to this lady calling the police on uh, the young lady in California just trying to sell a little water? Uh, here we have another case of a little girl out there trying to, to make a little money to go to Disneyland, and this white female is offended, and she calls the police.
9: Wow. I mean, Wow. So so she would have stole the water, she would have called the police on her. So she got the police called on her because she's selling the water. You know what?
3: She was down the street street from a baseball stadium, and people were walking by and just buying her water while they were going to the baseball stadium.
9: Well, you know what? You just got some silly behind people out there who ain't got nothing better to do to try to make other people's lives miserable and everything like that. Now, you want to waste on uh, resources and money by calling police on somebody because they're trying to do some, do something honest. Well, what, what what was wrong? She was doing. What 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 was wrong? She was doing. She was selling water. She was doing something honest and everything. The only law she probably would have broken was uh, I think what a merchant law they didn't have a license. But that that is so minute that doesn't even make any sense. Some people just wanna make life miserable for others. It is as simple as that. That don't even make no sense. You know, I mean and now if, if if the girl would have been still in the water or something like that, then they would have about well, we gotta do something about this, we can't have people still in everything like that. Okay, but the young lady went out there and did something on her own. If instead of calling the police only should have been supporting her. And that's the problem. You got a lot of people out there who not our color. Don't wants to see do don't be- wants to see do better at all and everything like that. That's a ch- how how old was the uh, young lady was?
3: Uh, she was uh I think second or third grade, looking to try to go to. Are you serious? Uh, business land, and uh, listen to this now. This is what y'all got to remember. The white lady is running a business where she's selling dog treats, weed dog treats. Now. Marijuana dog treats Selling online So her office was above the steps Where the little girl was selling uh, Water
9: Are you mean me tell me this girl This little girl by like Between 5 and 7 years old She called the police on phone.
3: Yeah And her mother Her and her mother were outside Selling water to raise money For her to go to Disneyland I think she was 8
5: years old Nate uh, Hey. What she
9: ate? Oh, oh, that really makes it better One year later <laughs> Man, let me tell you something now, now, I might be out of time For saying this and everything So y'all please forgive me But that's when you need to take a Mississippi belt And give her a Mississippi behind whooping Because that 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 is so that That is so infuriating to me Because like I like said You got this girl out here doing something right Then you got her mom out there teaching her The value of working You know, hard work will pay off But you got some idiot out there who's out there making life miserable. Right right there's a prime example why it's so hard for black people to even get ahead because you got some idiot like this using the law to their to her advantage and everything. Um Jane, what what was the outcome of it? was I, I, A police please tell the little girl wasn't arrested or, or they just made a move. What was the outcome of it? Never did come.
3: Um the girl it went viral because the mother videotaped the woman on the phone with the police and so now the lady is talking about she's getting death threats and how everybody's treating her unfairly.
9: Well, she wanna play that Donald Trump thing. She can play that all she want, but what she expect? You you come out there attacking a child verbally and everything, and you think you think you think you think we just gonna sit here and just let you just attack a child, especially when our children? We need to stand up for this child and every other child and every other person of color that's doing the right thing. If you're doing the wrong thing, that's just a totally different story. But if you're doing the right thing and doing the honest thing, then we need to stand together and everything like this. This should not be tolerated. Just like uh, I don't know who that said, said but when, uh, when they call the police, they should ask for black police to come down. there and stuff like that. I agree with that because when I worked at Bright House, uh, I worked in the call center for one day, and you would be surprised how racist some of the people that would come to the table. They would say, don't you send no Negro to our house. We want a white tech coming to our house and everything like that. And Bright House would accommodate them. So if, if, if a cable company can accommodate people like that, there, why we can't stand again and we get accommodated? Because the thing about it is, I'm tired of us, especially now you got little kids treating being treated like we inferior. That, that is crazy. And my question is, if that child would have been white? Would the police even have been called? I don't think so. It is time to stop. letting this inferior treatment go further than what it always been. It's gone too far as it is. And everything, but when you got a child that trying to do the right thing and you got a parent with the child who teaches the child doing the right thing and you still want to call the police, I have an issue with that. I have a problem with that because that's telling me, during if you do and during if you don't. And then she want to get on, on uh, uh, um, and cry like she's the victim now. She caused the storm. What she expect to happen? People just ain't going to sit here and just let you treat them in all no kind of way no more. We're in a different time now, but we just need to take that energy. And uh and put it towards right though, you know, as as for doing the right thing. Now I'm not saying uh now nah, now nah, don't take the later life or anything like that. Now they wrong for that. But but at the same time, look what you did. You caused this. You went out of your way to cause this problem. You had nothing better to do because that's that hatred running in you. That was just purely hate and it don't make no sense. And now she's scared. How you said that little girl felt. Thank you, James.
3: Um we um also need to recognize somebody did step up and buy the family four tickets for them to go to Disney. Oh
5: so,
3: so there are goodness. people out there who want to do the right thing. But, you know, it, it is just sad, though, that people are not more tolerant. You know, I have little kids who, who come around in front of my house and, and they do things that get on my nerves, but I don't attack the kids for it. You know, I know that they're kids. And so, you know, a lot of times we need to just be a little more tolerant of our fellow human beings, Cheryl, and so that uh, we don't just cause trouble where there's no need to. Are you there, Cheryl? Uh, Joyce, uh, I'll come to you. They did you know, we—they're causing problems where there's no need to cause problems, and the last thing we need to do is have pre- police involved in something that is unimportant.
6: That's true, and like Godfrey had previously said, if we, if they, if these organizations start finding them, you know, if they make, if if you have us to come out there and we see that there's not no need for us to make that trip, then we will be charging your residents. Are you sure you want us to make this trip if there's something that could be resolved by communication? That's what you need to start telling them. You're right, Nate. I used to work for a cable company. And not only do they want, they request a, a white a service tech, they request a, 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 a white representative to handle their, their call on the phone. That they do also. Uh, they find out yep, and they right. can tell that you, you, you're a black person on the phone. Come on. They are so hatred that they don't even want you to take their order. They don't even want to talk to you. I would like to speak to another representative. That's what they say so you know exactly what they're saying. I want to speak to somebody white. And we show, we request in a minute, they don't want no Mexican at their house, and they don't want no blacks at their house. They want a white service mm-hmm. deck, and they'll tell you that in a minute. So that's why I say that we need to start flipping the switch. What I need to share with everybody is that, we, you know, everybody was wondering why why there are so many chinese restaurants in the united states did you guys get that that uh it it was through roots about how why there are so many chinese restaurants here because it has to do with immigrants and the immigrants where they wouldn't give them uh working visas the only way that they can get working visas with these uh big uh, exclusive chinese restaurants so what they did they pooled all their money together and then once they pull it they 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 can bring them in. They're working people from China that way. That's why then you start seeing all these uh 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 Chinese restaurants popped up with no no uh, no fees in a whole bit. so they were telling this Chinese lady, and I got to send you guys this it's so interesting, it just blew my mind. It said for the, the Mexican to hang on because they did us the same way that they doing you right now about this immigration. And it's, it's pathetic the way that we try to control, and this is the land of the free. It's supposed to be, you know, where everybody has an opportunity to come through, you know. But, uh, yeah, going back to where I was, we need to start requesting black representatives to come to these black neighborhoods because you watch TV now. When this young kid that got shot just recently in Minnesota is—it's it's just sickening. Beautiful young man, seventeen years old. My God, what? What are we? The chick who did the interview, who did the tape, and thank God she video. Like I said, this this phone. People who don't think they got phones, somebody's always watching you with a phone, and it's always on 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 red for record. He said that this guy saw a shoe like it was like he was a target. Shooting this young kid like he was a target like he was in the practicing range now what is that telling you we we're, we're, oh it it's sad you know and just the thought of this mother her seventeen and he had just wrote her a poem stating that uh to his mom that he wrote a poem that he noticed that all the young young men uh, that don't make it to 17, and and he she didn't have to worry. By the way he carried himself, he he you know he he would you know be a young man that she can be proud of. And I'd be done if she didn't turn around and got to bury him. This is ridiculous.
3: Dan, it's truly sad that we seem to be um, targets of opportunity uh, to some people. Uh, we are seen um, as if everything we do needs to be scrutinized and determined whether or not we're doing it right or not. And so it is just, it is just awful that we find ourselves in this position, uh, Nate, where everything we do we're being scrutinized and uh, are treated unjustifiably. Are you there Nate? Yeah, I'm already
9: on the call. You there, go ahead Nate. It just seems like yeah, they uh, do they have us under scrutiny. And and you know what? It always been like that. This this is nothing new under the sun. You know, it all it always been like that. And when you have leadership at the top who uh who 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 who, who, who force scrutinization of people Different backgrounds and everything like that. It all trickles down. So it's, it's, all, it's, it's so it so it starts with the leadership, but it's been like this for a long, long, long time. I have to watch. Um, even I was in court today, all day long for jury doing everything like that. You know, I have to watch. You know, it's so funny though because I got selected, and it was so funny because one of the reasons I got selected because I was a veteran. And seven of us sits on 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 the jury, six of the seven of are veterans, but I'm the only black that's sitting on this on this on this trial. And as I walked in the courthouse today, you know, it, I I would just see how people was looking at me. They didn't know I was there for jury duty. They thought I was there to go to court because I was charged with something like that. When they found out I was, I was going there for jury duty, they was all looking shocked and everything. Like I ain't had no business being there for something um other than uh, um being on trial myself. So we get scrutinized with every single thing because of our skin color because of your age and everything like that. And, cause, and, you know, I have to be careful when I interact with people. You know, if I see people coming across the street, I make sure I stay on the other side of the road because I don't know how this is going to turn out and everything. I speak from a distance. I, I speak from a distance. I wave. I go to smile and the show. I'm not no threat. I have to go, out, I have to go the extra mile. To show them that I'm not a hostile threat But you think they go that extra mile to show me They're not a hostile threat No they don't They're not going to do that anything. They're going to look at me crazy They're going to turn their nose up at me They're going to do everything they possibly can To let me know they're disgusted with me Or or they're waiting on me to do something crazy So I have to be extra careful of how I conduct myself And how I handle myself Because I know the rules of the game And everything A lot of people might might not know the rules of the game but I know the rules of the game. For the first time in my life, I'm sitting on the other side of the law, seeing. Now, um dealing go, to with, about right. the, go to your
5: right, Wrong way. Go to your right. So, I'm on the side
3: of the
9: house. So, so, so <laughs> now I'm sitting on the other side of the law now, the right. and then I got this, got this white guy, who, who, who part, part of his fate no, is in my the hand. Way, man. Go to the other way. So. So, so so that part now, it's funny All these years the white people holding them back Now, now,
5: so the right now they need
9: somebody With, 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 a, with a non-judgmental to mind To do the right mind. thing I'm going to do the right thing Because I don't want nobody to do to me I'm not going to do it to somebody uh, The wrong way what it did to my ancestors But yes, yeah, we get screwed in lives a lot, James
3: Yeah, it is It is terrible that we have to, but they don't scrutinize themselves that way. Yeah. Um. Uh. So Nate, why is it that they're so ready to scrutinize immigrants and uh uh and people of color, but yet they don't hold themselves to the same uh ideals?
9: Because because they keep changing the rules of the game. They've been playing this game for so long and everything. They want to be on top. And everything they're so scared that we're going to surpass them. This so is scared that the immigrants' are going to surpass them, but they fail to realize this country was built on the backs of immigrants and everything. This is why I don't understand what this whole thing with immigration because everybody who's here in America, one way or another, is by by way of immigration, whether it was a hundred years ago or two hundred years ago, by way of only natural- born Americans here are the Indians, but nobody wants to talk about that. So immigration is 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 it shouldn't be an issue, but it's always been an issue. And they try to make different rules when people come over here, just like right now, the president, instead of writing different laws, still writing different laws, now he, uh he, he try trying to write a pass uh, get a law passed that if they get caught at the border, right there at the border, they're gonna get turned turn around without even having their day in court or anything. He is doing so much to try to cause chaos when it comes to immigration and it's like, okay, this supposed to be the United States of America, the land of opportunity and everything like that. But you sort of realize that your parents was all was, 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 uh, was immigrants from another country. They made their money over here and everything. So you don't forget all about where your parents come from. Now you want to act like you're superior to everybody who, who's ever walked this earth. And that's what this immigration thing is about. They want to act like they're superior to everybody who's not a natural citizen here. But that, but that is wrong and everything like that. But I thank God for the way how a lot of the country I came together and saying the separation between the uh, um, the fam- separating the families is a no go. We we're not tolerating that. I like with the way how they kicked on or what was the name um um the press secretary out of a, out of out of a restaurant. You know we showed that displeasure for those things and we need to continue to show our displeasure for those things and not make it easier for him because he has an agenda on his immigration thing, and if we, and if, if he had his way about it, I'd be the man trying to send every black person back to Africa if he had his way about
6: it. You betcha. You, he can't do nothing about that. Hey, you betcha we would have been gone, huh?
9: Yeah, exactly.
6: But I think a lot of them feeling what we've been feeling for years, the, it, it, and it's pathetic. But we was even treated worse than the way what they're being treated. We was treated as slaves. We was whipped and chained, really. It's exactly. just ridiculous.
9: Nobody, nobody wants to talk about that part. They don't want to talk about no. the history of that part. You know, that's no. the thing about it. If people, people want to talk about how patriotic, you know, if you deal if dealing on the flag and everything. just Like I told her later today at the courthouse, <laughs> I said that flag has good history, but it also has a lot of bad history. But I wasn't talk right. about the bad history under that flag. You know, that flag is always representing good. Now, it's a lot of negative history under that flag. And I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I defend that flag. I defend that flag because it's my home flag. But I ain't no fool either. That flag will turn it back on me just as quick as I was defended. And we can't, we can't forget that. And that's the God-honest truth. That is the God-honest truth because this country has a lot of, lot of dirt. It's, it, this country has done so much that we don't know of. And I don't even think we can handle the truth of what all this country has undone. But that, but when somebody kneeling for that flag and all that kind of stuff, you want to say they're not patriotic? I'm not going to say that. But what about all that time? Because everybody who fought for this country didn't fight for me. Everybody that's who fought for that flag did not fight for me. Those same people yes. who wore the military uniform would shoot me in my back and lynch me just as quick as they could they could get away with it. And that's the truth. Well,
6: look at what – your general, what's his name up there? He showed you his true color. And he's supposed to be for every soldier there was. What's his name? I can't even – that that right Oh, you're right talking now, about
9: that old oh. – yeah, that that old that old sneaky one, that one I when I try to hide everything, I know you're talking about. I can't yeah, that, remember his that, name, but I know you're talking that, about that
6: that disrespected that that uh that congressman from from Texas who wear a big hat and he lied on her. He is ridiculous. He he is he is bad. But he's your top of the line, supposed to be in general. He's supposed to be mellowing out the president, keeping him in line because he was good, but he showed his true colors. I forgot his name, but he's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway. Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> general Kelly. is
1: name, Kelly?
6: Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Yeah, Kelly. Kelly.
9: Yeah, I, I call him Kelly. Smelly because you smell Kelly's his true colors as then. As he,
6: he, was, as he showed his true colors. Ha!
5: Oh, (laughs) Lord.
1: Well, um,
3: we'll take a break and come back and let everybody have their final word.
1: All right, I gotta go.
10: I don't care, I never.
3: Joyce, what are your final thoughts for this
6: evening? Well, my final thought is to keep those cell phone uh, videos rolling because you need to call them every chance you get because I tell you what, it would have been a different story <laughs> if someone was not recording. So keep those cell phone record on record. Thank you.
3: Uh, Nate, your final thought?
9: Um. My final thought is that we have a right to demand. So let's let's demand righteousness to be done for us. Let's just keep demanding. We have that right now. So let's push forward demanding what's due to us.
3: You're right. It is time for us to make sure that we realize that we have a right to say what is going to go on in our lives just like anyone else. And so it's time out for us to only be the ones being called on the carpet saw everybody else on the carpet as well. Uh, take care everybody and we'll see you tomorrow at six PM Eastern time on Thoughts, Love and